The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a fellow that came into the town of Brisk. He was a new general for the army, and he, he walked into the city, and on the very first day that he's appointed, had that the general, whatever, governor, he walks into the city, he says, the school is closing down in 30 days. I'm sure he gave all sorts of reasons why the yeshiva had to close. They were probably, the classrooms were too cramped, probably uh, they didn't learn enough uh, uh, Russian, I don't know what it was, right? He gave a lot of different reasons, I'm sure. But bottom line, why is he closing the school? Because they have no, there's no love lost for the Jews. They're going to close the Jewish school down. They did it all over. Anyway, all the people from the community, they got together. They went to the guy. They're going to do what they always do. What do they always do? What's the same move? Go bribe the guy. That's what it was like. It was, they, they, the decrees were there only in order that they should get the bribe. Anyway, the, the whole contingent comes in. They, you know, they look about the guy. They read up about the guy. They see his shoes. They see his house. They figure, you know what he needs? He needs a thousand rubles, the guy. That's what he needs. That's what's going to sway a guy of his stature with the bribe. They walk in and they tell him, look, you know, we understand the thing with the school, but please, if there's any way, you can look the other way. They're reaching in for the money. And before he sees them reaching for the money, he says, if you bribe me, I'm going to arrest you. You have 29 days now, your school's closing. The people come back. They'd never encountered this before in their town where the, where the people couldn't be bribed. It was always, anti-Semitism was always about getting something in return. And that's how they, they operated. They ran to the rabbi, they said, Rabbi, we're not going to have a Jewish school. He says, leave it to me. He, he said, just tell me one thing. How much did he need to be bribed? So they said, a thousand. He says, leave it to me. They said, Rabbi, he said, if you come bri- try to bribe him, he's going to put you in jail. Leave it to me. Next day, blazing hot day, sun high in the sky, midday, the rabbi comes, he knocks at the door, the general hears from his uh, assistant, the rabbi of the Jews is here to see you, the briskarav. He goes to the door, who's sitting there at the door on this blazing hot day, with the sun up at the top of the sky, is the briskarav, schwitzing, sweating, like you can't believe, sweat running down his face, he's wearing a big fur hat, fur coat, gloves, a scarf, galoshes, okay? The heat at the hottest day of the year. Anyway, he walks in, and he makes a whole show. He takes off his hat, he takes off his coat, he takes off his gloves, he takes off his scarf, he takes off his galoshes. The rabbi, he's looking at the guy. rabbi, he says, what's the matter with you? It's so hot outside. You're sweating like an animal. What's the... The rabbi says, look, I have a grandma. You know, whenever she tells me something, she's always right. And my grandma told me that today it's going to be pouring rain, there's going to be a storm. And you know what? My grandma's always right. So I left the house this morning. I put on the the hat and the coat and the thing. I don't want to get stuck outside, catch a cold and die. So I'm dressed like this. The the guy walks out the window, blue skies, blazing sun. He says, Rabbi, look, I I think your grandma let you down. He says, look, my grandma's never wrong. Why don't we make a deal? Okay? If my grandma's right, you pay me 10 rubles. If my grandma's wrong, I'll pay you 1,000 rubles. Hada looks at the sky. <laughs> There's not a cloud in sight. It's uh, 95 degrees. The rabbi's predicting a snowstorm, you know. <laughs> he says, okay, I'll take that bet. 
Anyway, he says, why'd you come uh, to speak to me? He goes, look, you know, uh, the school, uh, you know, it's an important thing to us. The, the, guy, the, the man says, listen, Rabbi, there's nothing. My hands are tied. The rabbi says, look, okay, I understand. Look, I, I felt like I had to come ask you. <laughs> he goes out. End of the day, sun sets. Of course, not a drop of rain. The rabbi comes back to the man, knocks on the door. As soon as it's uh, nightfall, according to Rabbeinu Tam, the latest night, uh, light, night time, he comes in, the guy opens the door, he hands him a thousand rubles. The guy says to him, he says, you don't have to give me, rabbi, it was a joke. It was blazing hot sun. I didn't, he says, look, if, if it had rained, would you have given me the ten rubles? You would have felt like a dip. You would have sent it to me, right? The guy says, yeah. He goes, okay. So he goes, so if you would have paid me the ten, I got to pay you the thousand. He gives him the thousand rubles. The guy puts it in his pocket. He puts it in his pocket. The rabbi says, and please, help us out with the school. The next day, the decree is canceled. All it took was a clever way to get the money in his pocket. Once the money is in his pocket, it don't matter if it says bribe on the envelope. Right? It don't matter. The whole mechanism of a bribe is that the person is favorable towards you because you gave him something. The guy tried to not take something. The rabbi was smart enough to figure out a way to give it to him without calling him that. You have someone in your family, in your life, that is cynical, that is a scoffer, that's not willing to listen. What do they need? They need love. They need acceptance. They need respect. But the problem, Maurice, is you go to the lit and you go, oh, come here. What do they do? Figure out a way to give him a hug, to give him a love, to give him a loan, to give him a respect, and just write something else on the envelope. The minute a person does that, the let's, his defenses, they fall. Don't don't, don't give him, don't, don't give him a, a tochacha rebuke. Figure out a way that he should feel like he's a chacham, and then he'll love you for it. May God bless us, to figure out ways to work with all the difficult people in our life. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.